What's going on, people? This is your boy, Michael O, your chief motivational officer. Listen, I am excited to bring you a brand new podcast, Moving Mountains, hosted by myself. Find me on Spotify, find us on iTunes, find us on YouTube. Connect with us, Moving Mountains Podcast. What's going on, people? Welcome to the Moving Mountains Podcast. I am your host, Michael O. This is another episode of Wisdom Wednesdays, and I have a very, very special guest. He's a special kind of an entrepreneur, actually, because on the surface, he looks like all he does is throw big parties and live la vida loca. But what he's been able to do is really interesting because he has built big hospitality events and marketing businesses across Dubai and Ibiza. And I'm really, really excited to get into his head today. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest, Chris Wright. Thank you for coming on the Moving Mountains podcast. It's been a minute. I've been trying to pin <laughs> you down. Pin down. <laughs> oh my goodness. Apologies. Listen, you you have a whirlwind of a lifestyle, mate. Yeah. But congratulations to everything that you've got Thank going you on. Very much. It's brilliant. Thanks it's, for having me. Ah, uh, mate. Pleasure absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. It's inspiring to see. It's inspiring oh, to watch. You. I want to talk about all of the entrepreneurial side of it because okay. for me, that's what I find so fascinating. Okay. As an entrepreneur, I like to call myself a peaceful entrepreneur. Okay. I like businesses that give me peace. Okay. Right? Events are chaotic. <laughs> they are absolutely chaotic. Yeah. I know I'm not built for that. Um, especially in the in the nightclub scene, yeah. Dubai, Ibiza, yeah. all of that, and all the expansions you're doing. So we'll talk about that. Yep. But I want to kind of take it back a little bit. You're from Liverpool, mate. How I'm do you, how Liverpool. does a Liverpool lad end up in Dubai? <laughs> <laughs> um, so it start I started off in Liverpool in nightlife. Yeah. Um, so when I was very, very young, I've told this story before to a few people, but some people don't know it. So um, I was a, I was a, I was a kids DJ for kids parties. <laughs> so right. I was, I was very young. I was about 12, 12, 13 years old. Um, my mum and dad for Christmas bought me like a set of like CD player, like wasn't like decks or anything. It was like CD player yeah, with yeah, yeah. sound system. And I just started advertising myself to go and DJ at parties. So a lot of mums and dads would like see my advertisement, like, you know, like the schools and stuff. So I used to go do the party and then basically make money from that. So I just, I've always been in, uh, that's not nightlife, but you know, in that industry of entertainment Entertainment. and music and putting on events and stuff. So that was where it all started. And then as I started to get to about 16, 17, I really got into my DJ and I I wanted to be a DJ. That was like the main focus for me. So I was like, right, where do you go when you want to be a DJ? Go to Ibiza, right? It's the Hollywood of DJs, right? So yeah, so I went to Ibiza, packed up, packed my bags, one way flight, Mum wasn't too happy. I was literally just turned 18. So she was like, oh, I can't believe you go to Ibiza. You're only 18. And you're not going for a week. You go for four or five months. Wow. So uh, I had to persuade her. But yeah, I managed to get there. And I, I just started doing events straight away because I couldn't get any work DJing. It was very difficult um, to, to, to to DJ when you're obviously, you know, no one yeah, knows yeah, who you are. Course, you know, well, you've got no, I, I, got no I music mean, behind you. It's very competitive for DJs as I mean, well. it's, it's yeah, ridiculous. it's the most difficult place to yeah. try and get gigs, especially back then as well. Yeah. Um, so this was 2007, it was. So yeah, so I just started, I got a job, um, basically just selling tickets for for, for, an, for a company called Pucker Up. And uh, I was a ticket seller on a beach. I used to go around the beaches, going up to people on holiday, like, what's going on? Do you want to come on a boat party? Do you want to come to Esparadise? Um, So I really got into that and I started to learn a lot about, 
you know, events, nightlife, running a club night because we had a club night at Esparadis, which is in San Antonio. So I learned a lot from it and I, I really was intrigued by it all. So that was like kind of my foot in the door to try and get my DJ work because I was like, right, if I'm going to be selling them tickets, surely they're going to let me play at least once. Even if it's the early set, right? Like, you know, I'll do the warm up set. I'll do whatever. Even if there's no one in the club, it's just, you know, you want to grow your portfolio. Um, So it just sort of stemmed from there really. And then, I had um, a business as well. So my business in Liverpool, I, when I was doing the events, I was selling photo keyring. So I had like a photo keyring business and I did photography video, did the DJ. And so I was kind of like one of them mobile DJs where you can book it all and we do everything in one package. So I took that business to Ibiza as well. So that was a side hustle. So I was selling photo keyrings in the West End. I had all five staff working for me. They used Look to go around that. all the bars selling the keyrings. I used to just come and say, how are you getting on? Right, you need to sell more tonight. So <laughs> still had me little side hustle. I was always, you know, doing a bit of entrepreneurial stuff. But at the time I was focusing on, you know, trying to sell the most tickets, getting myself in, in the in the ranks of the yeah, DJs yeah. and in, in the clubs. And then that was where it all started really. And then Dubai came in 2013 and I just keep wanted to sort of expand what I was doing. And I mean, yeah. if we fast forward from my beefer, at my last count, you're probably doing maybe about what, 60 events a month, maybe more now. In Ooh. Dubai alone, in summertime now we're on we're doing about 150 events a month. Okay, which That's is insane. It's, it's I don't know how. Um, I've got insane. a very good team, got a lot of good business partners. So we've got at the moment I've we've created about I'd say about 32 brands. Incredible that are like actively going every day in you know different venues around Spain and Dubai and England. how many how many members of staff do you have because for me one of <laughs> obviously you clearly have an entrepreneurial acumen which you've developed from from a very early age my least favorite thing to do <laughs> is manage <stuff>. is manage people <laughs> <laughs> I always make sure in all of my business I have a partner who is absolutely brilliant at managing that's, stuff that's what I do right. yeah. so I, I have, I have very good it. business partners yeah. and uh, I'm very grateful for them and, and they they manage a lot of that side of it um I'm kind of like the sort of face of the brands. Like I kind of do a lot of the business side of it with the bit with the deals. Like I'll go out and like obviously try and secure contracts, yeah. get venues on board, get hype. We I work with a lot of influencers, so I help obviously try and sell the events out. Obviously through my platform. Um, so I'm I'm more that side. I do manage the, like the team, and I'm, I'm in and out, but it's not a full time part of what I do. Yeah, I'm sort of in and out the events, and yeah. One of the things I find with a lot of stuff in Dubai for me just getting a team that I can trust is yeah. insane. Everybody's always trying to take your position. Everybody's always trying to make, yeah, take, that's, that, that's the worst. To be honest, it's, it's, it's happened to me many times, yeah, you know, yeah. obviously over the years, I've probably employed hundreds of people, maybe, maybe more, you know? Yeah. So, People do want to do what you do, and that's fine. You know, if people want to do that, but you know, sometimes- When you're great at it, you make it look easy. You do make it look yeah. easy. And I think everyone kind of sees what you do and think, right, okay, you know, I could do that. Yeah. But there's there's ways about doing it, right? You know, like you have, have respect for what you do. And, Absolutely. you know, if there's an opportunity to go and do it, you know, inform me or, yeah. or, or, yeah, or partner yeah. with me or, right, you know, right. instead of like going to just go and do it yourself and not really telling you. So. What has been the most difficult thing about setting up? Because Dubai, especially with events, I mean, of course you're dominating the market at the moment, yep. but it's a very competitive market. Yes. How, how have you, what's been, what's been one of the most difficult 
little things. Oh shoot, I'm sure you could, there's more than one. You can tell it. You the can share with us. Yeah, a, a couple um, of some of the, the toughest things that you've had to face. I think the most establishing this business. The most difficult thing is 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 staying relevant and mm. and, and and keeping your brand alive. Now I've got we work with again thirty different venues. So like managing contracts every single month keeping that contract you know everyone's a client right at the end of the day like you don't just go to an event you go can i put an event on and then you of put course. it on and that's it there's a contract in place Absolutely. the contract can be 20 pages long you don't know this <laughs> is this is another thing that you you know you ask me about how to learn about obviously what i do so this is another thing that people probably won't know about you know every contract has a clause in it every contract has a deliverable we don't just put an event on i have to supply this i have to do the entertainment i have to design the artwork i have to do the videography i have to do the photography i have to have a team i have to do the pr press releases hype influencer management everything that is a, is a, is, a, is a contract and we do that very well that's why we obviously have quite a lot of events absolutely so managing that every day with all of the different events it's not one event a month it's you know it's 20 to 30 <laughs> events a week that's so crazy i don't know how we do it but again we we do have a really good team and i'm i'm fortunate that we've got a, a solid team right now but it's took a while to get that team in place you know do like, you sleep do you get <laughs> when I'm, do you sleep yeah, I'm, I'm, i do sleep i mean it, I, I probably get about six hours i don't i'm not yeah. one of them who's late like i get up early and I, i'm yeah. out late yeah, yeah i don't know really how I, how i manage to do it but i, I, I kind of get by yeah, on you, it yeah you've got to do what you've got to do so for me when i'm when i'm getting into any business i know my biggest my biggest gift is sales mm. right that's what i'm good at yep. i try as much as possible across the board to stick to that yep. um get me in front of the client get me on the phone to them i'll close the deal yep. those are those are my skills what what would you say your your immediately identifiable skills are that helps you run this well, business my business yeah. so I'd, I'd say two things so sales is one of them yeah uh, i am the sales guy yeah. i can sell it's essential in any business really isn't any it? business yeah. yeah um you know you can't just go to venues like five-star venues like we work with the best venues in dubai like atlantis five caesar's palace the ritz versace like these are five-star resorts right so these are like they're difficult to work with not work with as in work together with them to, to get in there to, to work with them you know yes, yes. they get to get their attention every day yeah. they get people asking them every day can we do this can we do that so for me like that selling myself and selling what i do and selling how i'm going to be able to help them achieve their goals yeah at the end of the day they wouldn't want to work with me if they needed help in some way you know every hotel has multiple restaurants multiple venues they can't make them all a success seven nights a week Absolutely. right so i come in and help them extend their you know their revenue make make it bigger get more people through the door be, help them with the creative side of it so that's another thing which so is you're pretty good thing. at marketing as well yeah so saying. i do the yeah. creative side so a market a lot of my contracts are based on marketing yeah. so i will create campaign videos so that's what i studied at university so i did um media television marketing advertising so it was more about tv adverts and how to sell a product how to sell a brand so the way i kind of do things is is i look and it is if I'm going to put it on a TV advert, I'm kind of like a marketeer of, I'm going to sell the product like, it, like it's an advert. It's not just, you know, trying to get people to go have drinks and have food. There's a creative element to it. And that's kind of what I do all the time. So a lot of the hotels, they, they love the sort of creativity that I bring to it. And I can create a concept for them that they would not maybe have thought about. Yeah. And then I'll go, right, this is what we should do on this night and let's do this. And then 
we try and make it a war. What is the, what is one of the most successful marketing tactics that you use here in Dubai? Because there's a lot of obviously there's a lot of avenues. There's social media is saturated. Mm-hmm. Um, all of this influencer stuff. What works best for you? Would you say? What works best for me? Um, it's a difficult one, really. There's a lot of different things now. Obviously, with technology, you mm-hmm. know, sort of progressing. I remember back in the day when I used to put an event on, and I would literally only have my flyers. And me telling people, yeah, that was it. Like I had nothing. Like I couldn't do Google, couldn't do Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. That was not existing. So I could hire a venue; it was completely empty. And if I didn't tell people face to face or actually hand them a flyer, they would not know about it. Yes, you know. So it was. um, Now it's great because you you know I'd say your social media is your your key. Yeah, I, I think without 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 having Instagram and Facebook, I think, and Google, I think that's a big part of what you do. Um, but again, for me, I'm quite kind of lucky in a way that I've built a, a reputation of, if I do put an event on, people know it's going to be a good event. Yeah. It's going to be credible. Yeah. I don't ever put something on and we get 100 reviews going, oh my God, that was awful. Like, yeah. that was bad. Yeah. I hated yeah, yeah. the food. The service is awful. Like, we, I, I make sure, like, you know, we, we work with credible venues. So so you've got, crazy, 150 events. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, they're not all the same thing. No. So what sort of, what sort of variety? I mean, you've got the nightclubs, you've got family, brunches. Give it. Us a little bit because I went to one of I went to one of your um I'll come back and talk about the Bronx in a, in a little bit because yeah, yeah, I yeah. went to your spot the other day bar, I fully yeah. enjoyed it yeah, um you. but you've got quite a wide variety of events that you put on yeah yeah so um the, we do every everything every type of event you can possibly think of so um I as I said we've got about thirty three brands yeah um so. One of the main ones are secret parties, which yeah. um, we we created yeah, just over four parties. years ago. Yeah. Um, so that's 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 one of my main sort of brands that we focus on because we've got such a big portfolio of events. Um, so we do dinner parties. We do, we work with Sailor V. Um, we do brunches. Brunches is probably our main thing. We're known as one of the most popular brunches in Dubai. We do sometimes well in the winter probably doing around 11 brunches on a saturday afternoon which is mental um so we do brunches uh i created a concept uh, many years ago called ladies day which you've probably heard of that was i was like the person that basically brought it to dubai um i kind of flipped ladies night on its head and created ladies day so yeah. we were doing it i used to work at zero gravity so we did it there at zero yeah. and then the rest is history, really. There's like ladies' days all over Dubai. Um, so, yeah, so I do ladies' days, we do pool parties, we do um, dinner parties, ladies' nights, family events. Uh, I own a company called Pucker Up, which is the company that I was originally working for back in the day. Um, so I bought the company with me and my business partner. Good stuff, off, um, good stuff. Uh, a friend of mine, Mark and Dom, who who's the, the founders of it, they, yeah. they've kind of retired from it and sort of passed it to us. So we bought the company. So we do boat parties. So we do like, um, I'd be for obviously three times a week. And um, we do Greece, Spain. So we, we, we just, we've got like boat parties in different places. Yeah. Um, we do club nights in Eden every Saturday. So that we've got a residency there called Wonderland, which is a cool. And then we do Ocean Beach, O, o Beach, or something. Beach um, so I've got a residency there every Monday, which is called House in Paradise. And then I've got another brand called Sin Sundays, which we've been doing for 10 years in Ibiza as well. So just let family brunch as well. Okay. <laughs> so how many different businesses do you have? Because obviously you've got, you've got events, um, 
And then you've got what hospitality. What, what how many? What what don't we know? Okay. How what other variety? Um, so I've got seven have? businesses in total. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are different with different business partners. Yeah. Um, my main business, which is kind of like my holding company, is called the Right Group, yeah. and that's kind of like a consultancy marketing agency. So I will work alongside five star hotels. They will come to me. They will say, "We need help with this venue. We need to launch this club." I'm going to Zurich next week to launch the, the five, five is open a new hotel in Zurich. Yeah. So I'll fly me out there. So I'm launching a hotel with them, you know, helping with the PR press, yeah. you know, putting it on the map and stuff like that. So that company's kind of like consultancy, like helping hotels, helping venues, helping people, helping brands create, you know, hype and do marketing and visuals. We do music videos. We create adverts for brands and products. So that's, one company and then a lot of the other companies are kind of events companies so yeah. they're a separate in a way like so like poker up is in its event company which has you know the boat parties and yeah, yeah, yeah. um secret parties is a secret party secret parties is an agency as well so you know we, we we build brands and concepts um, and all of these companies you have partners with all have partners with yeah Smart. so different okay. people um which uh, i've met along the years of you know being friends with so are them. you involved heavily in the day-to-day running of any of the um not not heavily in all of them um i mainly focus on my, my day-to-day is my own company obviously the right group but yeah. obviously secret parties we all we're all in the same office so you know obviously we're all sort of you know I, I help yeah. out where I can in certain areas I go and get new business like yeah. I'll go and sign a new brunch up or a new venue and then obviously then we just pass on to the team the team yeah. help us expand it um, but a day to day is, is different like I've got a gym I've got a bar so it's like that is you know, I'm there one night and then I'm in the gym and then I'm here and this. So it's just, yeah, it's it's it's, it's crazy. It's, it's brilliant. It's, it's, it's so inspiring to, to see you. everything that you're building. Like I said, I went to one of your, I went to your the bar, Bronx, yeah. the, the Bronx, um, which is, which is quite interesting because obviously by throwing events, you're usually using other people's venues. Exactly. Yeah. Now you've got your own venue. Yeah. Yeah. How so are this, you enjoying this that? Was, um, yeah. It, this came to me in the pandemic. Um, so it was, I, I used to have a bar in Liverpool and I had one in Ibiza. I was a okay. shareholder in two bars. So I, I, I know the industry very well and I enjoyed it. But I kind of, when I moved to Dubai, I just sort of had to give it all up yeah. and then start from scratch again. So it's nice to kind of finally get back into owning a venue again and having a brand that you can focus on seven nights a week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the concept's insane. I mean, blah, blah's, you know, it's next level. It's 20 different bars in one space. I mean, it's never been done before in the Middle East. So I think- It's when, pretty cool, isn't it's it? It's a very cool venue. And I think cool. when, I, when, I got, when I got shown the, the plans and the renders of it, oh, I was like, oh my word, this is just, this yeah. is next level. Yeah. So I got like a little slice of it and had to create a concept, which was the Bronx. Yeah. It was kind of like a blank canvas in a way. It was very rustic, the venue at the time, but they didn't really have a, like an actual brand for it. it. was They didn't know what it was going to be. Mm. So I just had this concept, which I've been sitting on for a good three years. And I was like, that is the spot I need to Brilliant. do the Bronx. Like Brilliant. I've got so many different brands <laughs> that I have in my head that I write down, but that just came to me. I was like, right, this is where the Bronx needs to be. Definitely. It's, a, it's amazing. What, what, what other plans do you have? What else do you want to do? Oh, <laughs> I can't really talk about <laughs> it. Um, I've got, I've got, I've got a good free project pending. Amazing. Um, which is going to be in, you know, hospitality nightlife again. Yeah. Uh, I can't really talk about it just because uh, you have to come back. Yeah. Come, I'll come, come back, back when, come when back we've when launched them. But yeah, I am expanding. Obviously, that that was the plan to you know open more venues and you know yeah for me as an entrepreneur you know i always prefer to use other people's money um to to do stuff Mm -hmm. it's the the the, what sort of your strategy so yeah i mean for me i'll i'll be honest like i've never ever used anyone's money um which is i i've always thought in my head when i was going to be 
when I have certain ideas for businesses, I would go and go and get a loan or get an investor or get a sponsor yeah. or whatever. It's never been like that, <laughs> which I'm, I wish it was. It, it, I, I in regret it. That, in the sense that you've always been, you're self-sufficient where you are now, where you don't need to do that, or it's the fact that- I've, I've always been very scared in a way of using other people's money. Just I'll because be it's more responsibility, honest. isn't it? More responsibility, yeah. more stress. So if yeah. I gone and found an investor and, and he was had no involvement in it, but he was going to find out like, you know, when's it going to get- you know, when, 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 when we open and what are we making that to me would have yeah. more stress in it. Like yes. I don't, I, I kind of like to enjoy the fact that I invest my own money. If yeah. I have a business partner, we invest together. Um, and it's our money and we don't have anyone to answer to, if that makes any sense. Yes. Um, so that's definitely I've, more peaceful that way. It's more peaceful, but I think I do sometimes regret certain situations that maybe we should have got investors in certain things because with the pandemic that you couldn't project, right. it really did. It really did kill me. Like yeah. it, it really, it was a very, very, probably the most difficult time in my life as it was for everyone. Um, as an entrepreneur, when you don't have any support, any investors, you know, no help, you know, out where you live. Like, I mean, a know, lot of businesses just, were just on affected, your own, basically, you know, the with hospitality and events hospitality was just, was, went to a halt. It, it, it honestly like ruined us. Like it was, it was the most challenging time. Yeah. And I think as well, like when, when it kind of came back, when it bounced back, I think everyone was kind of like, oh, everything's back. And I'm like, it's not the same. It's like, I'm, I'm trying to explain this to people. Like, I'm not back. Like, we we aren't back. Like, nightlife is, is not back. Recently, we've only just been allowed to dance. Yes. You know, recently, yes. we've just been allowed to drink <laughs> at a bar. Like, we went out, right. there was a room where you couldn't have a yeah. drink at a bar. Yeah. You had to be vaccinated. And, you know, Literally, last year, you couldn't even stand You couldn't stand up. You yeah. had to wear masks. So, yeah. you know, although we were open and everyone's like, oh, it looks great. And like, wow, you know, you're back. Great. I'm like, we're it not back. Yeah. I said, I'm barely even scraping the barrel of making mm. a profit. Like, we are just breaking even. And we broke even for about a year and a half. So we were what well, we were working ten times harder, yeah. Because obviously, like we were trying to control people, we were trying to not get fines. We, I obviously opened a bar on yeah. the the week of when the pandemic was kind of easing up a little bit. So yeah. it was January, and we weren't allowed entertainment or music. So yeah. to open a bar, going all guns blazing, trying to get people to come in and go, oh, I'm launching a brand new venue. We've got twenty bars. We've got this, but we can't play any music. <laughs> I mean, how if you would have said that to someone yeah. like? two, three years ago and you said to a, to, to, to an entrepreneur or a business owner who's going to open a nightclub, you can open it, but you can't play music. You'd be like, well, why am I doing this? But you can't go back. You've yeah. just built it. You've just yeah. spent all this money on it. So that was a challenging time, you know, trying to deal with that and like, and, and, and keep it alive, even though your rent didn't change and your staff didn't change. Everything expected, was the same. Right. You still had to pay was, staff. Everything was the oh. same. My office, my staff, oh. you know, it, you couldn't put everyone on, you know, no salary or you had, to, you need people to make your business work. And if you, you're fully committed to something in a contract, you can't go back. So it's, it's just, you it was crazy. It was crazy. You got to deal with it. It was crazy. And the thing is, like you said, we're not back to the. We're, we're still we're, not. We're, we're still, still not. not you know, and, yeah. and if you look at the news and all of that, it appears as if we're heading to a recession, a pretty big one. Yeah. All of those things. How how are you? Are you putting any contingencies in place to be able to help you through anything like that? Um. So I mean, for for us, we're just kind of expand. We're trying to expand as much as we can. Okay. Um, you know, the more business we have, the better, really. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of venues were very sceptical about putting on events and doing things. Yeah. Uh, I was probably one of the first 
one of the, one of the first promoters to kind of just go right. Let's do it. Like, yep, let's go for let's it. Let's go for <laughs> it. You know, we'll we'll be very safe and very. Yeah. You know, we'll keep everything. You know, in 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 the you know the system of the masks and this and the distance yeah. and we, we control it. But yeah. we have a business to run. We've yeah. got rent to pay. We've got bills to pay. The venues don't. You know, they don't get free rent when you know we can't. You know, Absolutely. dance. You still yeah, got to yeah, go. Yeah. And you've got to crack on. So. Yeah, so I just try and do as much as I can. That's it's why I do so much. <laughs> I was just like, keep going, keep going. <laughs> and of course, you've got you've got Dubai, you've got Ibiza, yeah. and and so it's all of these different. You have your, your overhead in terms of your outlay and your commitment is pretty huge. It's big. So yeah, anything. Well, listen, it's it's a scary. Is is the events? Look, I've always looked at getting into events. There are people. There's some of my friends who have come into Dubai who are into events, and they're like, look. We want to, we're looking for investors. We want people to get involved and da, 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 da. And I've always been a little bit skeptical. So I'm mm. like, you know, yeah. it's not something that I am. It's not something that I fully understand, have definitely not done yeah. um, on my own. Mm-hmm. Is, it a, is, it a, is it a profitable enough business? For me? I mean, <laughs> I'm just trying to see what those margins are looking like. It was, it, it was, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's, it's not right now. It's difficult now. It still is difficult um, because 2019, was the best year I've ever had. Like financially, it was amazing. And that yeah. was where I made quite a lot of money, you know, to yeah. try and, that's where I've, I've used a lot of that money to invest and keep going and surviving. Without that year, I probably wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah. Still here, you know, because that that was, you know, I saved and I made sure I had, you know, some money in the bank to, to if ever if something happened and it, and it did happen. And it did you know, happen. It did. I had, still, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had staff to try and support as much as I, as I possibly yeah. could. I had yeah. rent to pay, I had bills to pay. <laughs> I still had contracts that were, you know, we, we were still outstanding on a lot of, you know, we, we work obviously by invoice in the venues. So, you know, when everything shut down, we still had a lot of outstanding invoices and to the be thing paid. Is you're dealing with big venues. Those big people ven- are not in a hurry to pay. They, well, they, they closed. They closed. The whole accounts teams, they, they shut down. The venues were closed. There was no tourists coming in. There was no people staying in the rooms. So, you know, we're all in the same boat. So you kind of have to respect that they're in the same boat as me. But at the same time, I'm not a big giant hotel chain. Do you know what I mean? So I'm kind of like, right, okay, we need to make sure we, we hustle and, and we keep alive so we, we don't lose yeah. these, these clients and contracts. But at yeah. the same time, you know, it's difficult because you are owed a lot of money when obviously everything did pause, but yeah. you were kind of like, when you're doing events, this is like one thing, I'm not going to try and put you off of doing events, but you kind of <laughs> work. I mean, I may not. I'm you just... kind of work backwards in a way. So yeah. like you will pay for a lot of things up front. So you yeah. pay for your marketing straight away, right? Yes. Pay for, you know, you've obviously got to pay for your staff that work full time every day, on time every month. Entertainment, they come a, a little bit later because you have to wait till you get invoiced um, for the event to then pay the entertainment. But yeah. again, you've still got to pay obviously your entertainment. Yeah. So well, there's a lot of costs that, you know, come into place to put the event on. But sometimes like you do have to wait a while to get paid and that's just how it is. You know, yeah. people take time, you know, when you're working with, you're not working with a nightclub, you're working with a hotel chain. Right. And 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 that's how it is. Like that's how it is. And most businesses, some people don't get paid commission for certain things for a long time. Like, you know, so yeah. you've got to always make sure that you know you you're sustainable on on keeping your your bank balance strong and yeah. keeping your your staff you know happy and that they're motivated in the office. How, how many members of staff do you have now altogether? Oh, um, good question. I'd say I'd say full t- full time in house the uh, full time with the company. I'd say about thirty six. Yeah, full time, but we we employ probably around about seventy staff. Yeah. Because we have freelance staff, yes, of course. probably about seventy to eighty. So we we employ a lot of entertainment. So we do supply yeah. a lot of entertainment around Dubai and Spain as yeah. well. So a, a lot of them work on contracts with us, whether they do once a week, twice a week, yeah. or multiple venues. What's the um, 
what's the big idea? What's the end goal? The with, end goal? Yeah. <laughs> what is the what is your motivation? Ooh, um for me it's it's weird really because I'm obviously in hospitality, but I'm also a big sort of I'm into my movies and films and directing and stuff. That's kind of what I wanted to do when I was when I was in university. So I I love creating marketing. I love creating campaigns. For me, like advertising is, is huge. So I kind of would love my agency to kind of be like, you know, the top top company to sort of, you know, the, the big brands would come to me and say, well, we need a new advert. We need a new campaign. Nice. That's why I enjoy doing the creative side of it. Um, but also hospitality will always be my guilty pleasure. So I would love to have a bigger portfolio of hotels and, you know, restaurants and bars. Not that I own any hotels, but working with big hotels and, you know, taking it maybe to America and, you know, just continuing to expand and helping hotels grow their, their business. Exciting stuff. Last question I'm going to ask you. I'm, I'm coming into Dubai. I'm looking for somewhere to go. Okay. What are the top five events that Chris Wright is going oh, to recommend? Yeah, that I do? on the spot now. <laughs> I can't even. Oh. Top five events. You, you know we do we do that many. So the other the other venues will probably watch this podcast and go. Hey, oh, you didn't put us hey, in the top five. Listen. Oh, it's tough. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be clever now. So I'm going to say uh, a, a secret brunch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely do a secret brunch. Yeah. Uh, definitely do one of my ladies days because they're really affordable and yeah. they're, they're great fun, you know, to, to go to. Um, and then what else? Definitely do a family brunch. One of my family brunches is, is really good, especially if you are, you've got kids yeah. and you are just dying to go out and have a, a couple of drinks, enjoy a little bit of entertainment, but you're like, what do I do with the kids? We look after the kids. We've got nannies there. We've got, you know, a full Fabulous. on team, the team, like the arts and crafts, like entertainment, like it's taken care of. So if, you, if you're young, because I, I created that because I'm 33 now. So yeah. a lot of my friends are all got kids. Yes. One of my best friends, she's got, she's got one on the way. She's got three yeah. kids. Yeah. So we were kind of like, right, well, you can't come out anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. that was kind of that. Um, definitely go to Ocean Beach, do my one of my pool parties there. We do House in Paradise and we do Sin. That's in Ibiza, right? In Ibiza, yeah. yeah. Um, and I definitely recommend if you're young, if you listen to this and you may be like 18, 19, definitely going to pucker up both. Okay. They're so fun. Like, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I've, go on it now because obviously I own the company but yeah. like when you're 18 you've got to go on a boat party it's it's crucial like it's mental, it, it's mental. like you know you wouldn't, wouldn't maybe in your face you might not go on it but like when you're 18 your face gets like a boat party it is good it Different is good vibe, but you know, you obviously you, you feel a bit old don't you when you go I mean when I go on it now I'm like oh my god like no, I'm, I'm getting older mate. all 18 <laughs> <laughs> but if you're 18 19 20 21 yeah. I mean you can go on it what age it's for everyone but Amazing. I'm just when you get to like, try a pucker or boat it really is fun it is good it's legendary it's been going 15 years now so yeah. wow exciting Chris listen this has been brilliant thank, thank you, you for so much for having me um, where can we keep in touch where can we go and find all of you events everything you've got going on follow my Instagram I've literally I mean, there's yep. too many handles to yep. get all the brands tell, tell, tell Just, us uh, at DJ Chris Wright DJ yeah. Chris everything's Wright. on there I post every single business that I have if you want to follow or keep up with what I'm doing yeah just check that out yeah fantastic listen you've been listening to the Moving Mountains podcast my guest today has been Chris Wright see you same time next week All new episodes drops every Monday and Wednesday, available on all platforms.